want sparks more. going on everybody welcome to episode 751 of flow wrestling radio live you know it's wednesday you know what it means yeah we got jd in the 1994 denver broncos shirt that's fine yeah we got ben Askren. sure he looks great he hasn't shaved but his hair's on point and but we got my hair either we got mount sparks more in the house his hair's ready he's he's getting a little taste of the twitter heat uh and uh he he may not uh, he may not go back for seconds of this of of that taste. Uh, Shane, you've ignited a firestorm with your with your Mount Sparks more, which had five and not four faces, which is um, it's your <laughs> Tuesday Mountain. Let me as many faces you want. Wait, yeah, I see this. I I oh shoot, god dang it! I can never see it on VMix. I need to go to Facebook to be able to see. Get it on, better. pull up the the Google Doc, and you can click the tweet, Ben Ben. Oh, that one! Ah, I got technology you. That Wednesdays one. Wednesdays with Ben. So yeah, we'll get back to technology Wednesdays. Um, <laughs> so Shane, why don't you just set up the stage and and explain to me the trouble you've started? You're such a you're so mischievous, and you've done it again. Uh, say how this happened, and then we can talk about your list. All right, so I'm going to try to give you the shortest version on this. So Wait, with big Shane's, so- hold on, hold on, hold on, for Shane. Why is we got Shane's face on the mountain? Why do we got no Logan Steber, Kyle that, Snyder? That, yeah, that I didn't quite understand, but I was like, okay, whatever. But yeah. um, so right. it's I your think, mountain. guys, let me tell you this. With any debate, the core of a debate is criteria. I mean, that's what the sure. debate is. Everything goes around criteria. And the way this was set up, I did videos. And I'm not a social media expert, but you're you're supposed to get it to like around a minute. And I believe if it's over like 220 or something like that, they can't, can't post the video. That's so I was yeah. able to post videos on Instagram that go along with this post. But when you see the post, there's no criteria. People don't know the criteria. I stand by this list and we'll get into it. And yeah, the, the Iowa fan base, I love right, the tell Iowa us the fan criteria. base. Let's go. I want to hear this criteria. So here's my criteria. Simply put, the best Big Ten wrestlers the last 10 years over the course of their college career. That's important. Oh, so over nothing the international? Course, no. Over the course, I didn't. Over the course of their college career, Kyle Snyder, during the course oh, of his college career, had you. international success, as did Gable. That's that's it. Okay, and, fair. Got it. And and let me tell you something else, guys. I this anytime you get in these debates, this is never an indictment on anybody. Like, well, it, it's it not is like though. Well, it, but it is shit. Not, not really. Now, so before we get into this. Well, we can dive in. There's the criteria. What have you done over the course of your college career? And just so you guys know, one thing that matters to me in my criteria, to nobody's fault of their own, and this is where, Ben, I'll give you major props. What you right. did to Jake Herbert was unbelievable. If, if you do that Take to that, somebody. Jake. <laughs> but, but it's, it's, <laughs> Jake Herbert is fantastic. Like, who sure. you beat matters. It, okay. In my, in my, and again, it's an opinion thing. It's my mountain. But this list, I mean, I'm getting people that are like, this is the biggest BS list ever. I want to respond with like, yeah, it's a bunch of scrubs, isn't it? Like all these guys I have are just scrubs. You're right. I don't know what I'm talking about. 
Man. There's the there's the table set. David. All right, but hold on, hold David. on. So yeah. listen, Shane, I and I know you don't like controversy, but I'm a master of controversy here. And you said it's not it's not about putting someone down, but it, it, in fact it is because it's a comparison list. It's saying, I think this guy is better than that guy. That's how you come up with the top five. So you are in Fair fact enough. saying people are superior. And while you know someone may be top seven, number six or number seven are feeling a little bit left out here. But, but here's the funny part about it, Ben. Think about what yes. you just said. Like, think about what you just said. If you're one of the yeah. top seven guys in the Big I, Ten I, the last 10 I years, know. that's incredible. If you are one of the top 30 guys in the Big Ten the last 10 yeah, years, you sure. are really, really good. But you got to I mean, realize that people don't here. feel that way. What's that? Uh, you got to feel uh, people don't feel that way. You know, the number six or number seven, they have high standards. And they're like, sure. F this guy. I want to be number yeah. five. And then, yep. you know, and then they're probably not even as delusional as their fan bases. Their fan base is probably more delusional. Yeah, like, I, close. I mean, and I love the Iowa fan base. I love it. But, I mean, I, I didn't – I mean, that is a passionate group. <laughs> so, before we get too far into it, which we already are, we got to say who's on the list, what's happened, and why <laughs> we're even talking about any of this. Um, we kind of get put the oh. cart ahead of the horse here. So, on his list, I'll tee it up. Gable, tee it up, Ky- Kyle Snyder, Bo Nickel, Zane Rutherford, Logan Steber. His top four is the top five. He has five guys in his top four. Okay, so what do we think about this list? And the biggest, some of the biggest things that stood out, actually didn't stand out to me. Well, there's actually, two. Bo Nickel number being six on. Number seven. Wait, what? Number six and number seven are the, I don't, I don't think, I think you could argue very easily for David Taylor and Spencer Lee, and I think it'd be hard to argue for anyone else. Oh, I, for I'd sure. Agree. Well, the other two that come to mind, oh. Nolf, and, Nolf and Ruth are in the conversation. Yes. Neither of a Hodge, no. Neither of a Hodge or international level success during their college career, so they're yeah. out. So when I look at the Big Ten, they have a tournament uh, towards the end of the year, and Uh-oh. you should win that one. Uh-oh. That's the one I think you should win a lot. And David Taylor never lost to anyone in the Big Ten his entire career. He was more dominant than every person on this list. He lost to a goat, Kyle Dake, and he had one wait, loss wait, to freshman the animal? Year. The animal? And he... Kyle Dake, the animal? <laughs> he lost to a goat. <laughs> yeah. Christian, the hardest decision I had here, the hardest one was Taylor or Nickel. That was, that was the one where I really, really struggled. But this is what I thought about when I thought about Taylor. And he's, I mean, God, I can't believe I'm in a debate against David Taylor because he's the magic man. He's phenomenal. But keep this in mind. The ultimate goal is not a Big Ten title. Nickel got three. Taylor got four. The ultimate goal is the NCAA championship. Any way you slice it. I understand losing to Dake. I get it. But keep in mind, he suffered the greatest loss this sport can offer. He got pinned in an NCAA final. Somebody might come back and say, well, Snyder got pinned. And my rebuttal to that would be, yeah, three uh, two world titles in Olympic gold during college. I can look past that. David Taylor won two national titles. Two, which is fantastic. And again, I don't like dissing people here, but beating Gabe Dean and beating uh, beating Gabe Dean is different than beating Brandon Hatchett. 
Yeah, well, he had he had other wins. I would say are are much better than the Brandon Hatchett win throughout his sure. career. He beat national champion St. John multiple times. He beat Tyler Caldwell, one of the best to never win yep. a title. He's a four. A guy with wins over Andrew Howe. I, um, I think I think I think it is. It's not hard. I think David Taylor is far more dominant. Far more dominant. Bo, Bo Nickel had a fifty percent pin rate. Uh, that's he's one match short of fifty percent pin rate. David Taylor had 95 match terminations in his career. 95. How many did Bo have? By comparison, because Bo's had to be super high also. Um, Bo had – hold on, I just had it. Um, Gosh, the number – it's 90-something. Oh, I don't think I, so. I don't think it's 90%? I don't think it's 90%, but it's, no, it's high. Like a career – I believe Bo had 78 bonus percent. Career is 72%, but that includes his redshirt year, so we would need to pull that off. Bo Nickel was 78% bonus points, if I remember right. Yeah, the that sounds about David, right. That David sounds about was right. 93%. Okay. There's, there's no one in his strata yeah. for, for, from a dominant perspective. Keep this in mind with Bo Nickel. Look, Here's another thing I throw at Bo Nickel. Bo Nickel pinning Miles Martin. Again, my opinion here. Monumental pin that gave Penn State the win over Ohio State in one of the best bat team battles in NCAA history. Yeah. That yeah. Bo Nickel. Damn. Like, guys, look at it this way. Bigger at the at the big stages, Bo Nickel, Bo Nickel won big matches again. He, he lost to an, he, Taylor lost a couple NCAA finals. He lost to, to the eleven seed in the NCAA finals. Bo Nickel, the eleven. That's that's I don't know how you look past that so easily, Shane. Yeah, um, I'm hey, saying so, that he took second place Zane, and he. I, he didn't get pinned. Yeah, if it, if you just add up NCA finishes, okay, then why do we even? What's even the point of this? I mean, I think it's such a, uh, yeah, it's simple, but I don't think it's accurate. There's, there's got to be some context there. If you lose it, if if David had run the table, if Kyle Dake didn't exist, then. So do you guys think there's no? So you think the other? I'm I'm guessing you guys feel like the other four are the more solid ones and you wouldn't go after so because obviously oh, there's no, two people you can I, hold on I, there's two people spencer and david you could put on this list i like i said i think no no from ruth i love them they're actually my favorite to watch but i think they're like eight nine they're they're a little bit below this um so rutherford rutherford steve has has four titles he does but he did lose to a true freshman rutherford so you can count that against him um he, look how he ended up doing twice. he does up he does have a Hodge, so so where do you put Spencer and David on here, Christian, or no? Um, I don't Who put do Spencer on here. Spencer doesn't yeah. belong on this. So, so let me just on the interrupt top with this, guys. When it comes to Nickel and Taylor, I went back and forth. Like, here's what I would tell you, Christian. I went back and forth on Nickel and Taylor. I'm okay with Taylor. Like, I went back and forth. The one that I'm taking the heat on. I mean, I can handle a heat on David Taylor, and you can make a great argument for him, and I, I get it. I, I think it's very close. I, I don't think it's either one of those guys. I don't think it's like, oh, you're crazy that you have one of those guys on the list. But for Spencer Lee, the other big thing is his career's not over yet. And somebody can say, Gable Stevenson's career's not over with. And here's my point. This list of mine was effective on February 8th, yesterday. It can change. If, if Spencer wins the fourth title... He, he, he probably is going to go on the list. If Gable loses, which he could, I mean, it's, it's wrestling. Anybody I, can I, lose. I, I get it. But he could, if he loses, he's off the list. 
But as of February 8th, 2022, that's my list. But but the Taylor Nickel one, yeah, that was I, I you can make a case for either one of those. The one I'm taking the heat on is is not Evan Spencer on. And uh compared to the guys on that list, where they are at this point in their college careers, uh, again, with all due respect to Spencer, I I I don't think my list is crazy by any stretch. Yeah, I think Steber is a no-brainer. Um, four-time Big Ten champ. He beat Jordan Oliver, Tony Ramos. He beat Zane Rutherford twice. Um, 80% bonus rate, one of the highest bonus rates on, on your list. Might be the highest bonus rate of anyone on the list. So did, did you realize uh, Zane never got to 90% in one season? He uh, he was only 38% his freshman season, and then he was 885 89.2, 83.8 his last three years. Yeah, he never got to 90. And, and David Taylor, 93 career bonus rate. Percent. That, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's ridiculous what, what David – and I think there's, I don't know, maybe a little bit of recency with, with Bo and how good he was, but, man, I, I think I, I can't get rid of that pin he had over Miles Martin. It was like Bo Nickel uh, on the biggest stages. Guys, hear me out on this. Biggest stages, Bo Nickel in the Big Ten, he's he's the guy. Yeah, yeah, but he's he's uh he didn't win the Big Ten four times. I mean, if it's a Big Ten thing, and he didn't win NCAs four times. I mean, I, li- listen, like you said, it's it's nitpicking for sure. But for me, Steber's got to be on there. Four times. What about Big Ten. Steber almost losing to Dardanes his last year? Does that count against him or no? <laughs> yeah, that, that hurts his year. bonus rate slightly. He, that hurts his bonus rate. Wait, but not 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 now. It wasn't a bonus, Christian. He almost lost. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. close, close. And 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 Zane Rutherford had a three-two win over B.J. Clagan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. I mean, he won. All right. All right. Uh, but, but, like, but, but, I don't like the saying, tone. I'm just saying, close win. Yeah. He beat he beat a really good wrestler. Close. Okay. Now, what you could bring up is that he lost to Chris Dardanes. Um. Mm, that would be yeah. That's a valid point. That is a, that is a loss that um. That hurts hurts the argument, but. I think in general he was um, so, so dominant. So I don't. Snyder's interesting because the guy wrestled so few matches. And Gosh, if it's a, I, is it if this is a freestyle award, then okay, then that's a different sort of thing. Yeah. He said he was including that. So yeah, that's I included fair. college careers, and that's where Snyder to me. You could make an argument. I think when you look mm-hmm. at his overall body of work, if you had all his accolades with no name, I think Snyder might be the number one guy. Mm. His college career was insane. But he lost his senior year. Yeah, but Christian, he lost to Adam Kuhn. Like, come on. Doesn't matter. He, he lost. No, he I lost. don't want to that. He lost. Fine. All the guys on my list have three career losses, I believe it is. Yeah. Okay? That's how many, Kyle how many Snyder, David has. How many look David at the has. guys he, you know, he had to beat a two-time reigning national champion in Nick Wisdowski, who's arguably one of the better heavyweights. I mean, he, he's, he's a phenomenal heavyweight. And then he does yep. 15, 16, 17, wins three Big Ten titles. Man, I mean, Snyder, I think, is, is pretty solidified on that list because, like I said, my criteria, people can have their own mountains and their own criteria, but mine, it was during college career. And it, I, I'd have a hard time knocking Snyder off of that. He did be he, he beat did. Goat of Goats and did it for America in this time frame. So yeah, if you include international, he has to be on. I mean, he beat Stadge alive during college. I mean, that's kind of a checkmate yep. move. Yeah. yeah, yeah, checkmate piles. Well, I don't you know. Lose. I mean, I, here's the thing about college now. It's like maybe that's your best window to be the best in the world. Maybe. 
He hasn't done it yeah. since. If he had like continued did on, I mean, I don't, I don't think college is this huge detriment anymore to international success. I think no, it's like, I don't think it is. I mean, look, Gabe, look what Gable just did. Look at, um, yep. Zane, Zane made a team in, in college, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, because let me throw this out there, guys. If this is la- the best Big Ten wrestlers last ten years, international stuff included, just ten year window, mm-hmm. Taylor and Burroughs are on the list for sure. I mean, well, easily. Bro- but Burrow's it's just never wrestled in the Big Ten. That's the window. Bur- Burrow's never wrestled in the Big Ten. He's a, he's a Big Twelve. Oh, that's right. Um, I always forget that. Yeah, you're lucky because if Jordan wasn't, if if you were, if you were looking past Jordan, I'd have him on there. Um, <laughs> well, he's, yeah, he's uh, not even a four-time All-American. Doesn't even. Have he's 2011 graduate, so technically double. that's more than 10 years ago. Also, yes, because we're in the 2022 season. Yeah, we are. Flies. That is the year. That's crazy. Crazy. Um, okay, so uh, I guess the thing with Spencer, and I can get yelled at too. Um, get yelled I, at? I don't <laughs> care. I don't. I don't I, I'm used to. I'm used to the. To I'm not the used to shit. it. It's. I gotta be honest. It's kind of bothered me a little bit. I'm like these people are just. I mean, I like to be the nice guy, get along with people, I and mean, then I like. I love a good wrestling debate, but the, the problem is, is when people don't know the criteria, they're just all over me. It's like, oh, yeah. whatever. I'll get used to it. The other day on Twitter, it was hilarious. These, I got too deep into it, but these two random Iowa accounts were arguing about who's the bigger draw, Brock Purdy, which if you don't know is the Iowa State Who? starting quarterback, Brock okay. Purdy. Oh, we're talking about football? I thought this was a wrestling Well, yesterday podcast. there was a huge debate on Iowa radio or something like that. With, yeah, between who's going. the bigger draw, Brock Purdy, the starting Iowa State quarterback, or Spencer Lee. Spencer and, Lee, duh. No. <laughs> well, but, the uh, other person in that debate – uh, JD, the one I heard was Caitlin Clark, the Iowa women's basketball player, was was in the mix too. Yeah, yeah, she's been popular lately. But uh, this random account from who, somebody who I, I believe is from Texas just uh, hopped in with these two random Iowa accounts and said all this about some guy who's five three and one hundred and twenty five pounds because he goes <laughs> he screenshots his Wikipedia. He's like I had to look him up. <laughs> you guys are arguing about this tiny person. Yeah, he's, it's just hilarious. He to packs me. he packs a punch. Yeah, he does. It's tough for Spencer because, really, one, he's getting five Big Ten seasons, right? Because he's already wrestled in four Big Ten tournaments. He won two of them, okay? Um, He he hasn't wrestled as much for a variety of reasons, but 78-5 and currently, five losses. I think that would be more than anyone else on your list. Um, And as good as he is from a bonus perspective – He's at 79%. He's like right around the Logan Steber bonus rate with more losses. So yeah. it with more losses with fewer matches. So I I don't think sorry, I know Iowa he's get he's gonna win four. He'll win it next year. And I don't know if that puts him past these these guys. Yeah. Um, also also what's you know, from a signature win perspective, um, you know, there's the last you know, year, he didn't get to he didn't get to finish the 2020 season. Yeah. He hasn't had to face. That's not entirely his fault. It's not his fault, but it's part of the equation. That's part that's of the, the equa- I, It's part of the yeah. equation for sure. And also, when you don't, it can be negated. It can be negated that you haven't beat an all timer if you run the table. But you need to run the table. You, the 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 Ronnie Bresser, the NATO, the um, Piccinini, those losses, Rivera twice. 
those are factors, right? Yes. Because uh, yeah. those guys are not all – Nick Piccinini, Ronnie hey. Bresser, uh, Sebastian Rivera are not all-timers. When's Flo going to make a top college wrestlers list? That would be way more fun. Folk style results only. That is a good idea. Because be honestly, <laughs> when uh, that would be a lot of fun, and the criteria would be easier than your last list. Um, so much easier. So much easier. Oh, my easier. gosh. And, but then it also what, partly becomes just a counting contest. No, I won't let no, it be. It, no, it I can't disagree. be math. Yeah, it can't be Can't be math. It much more becomes a counting contest. No, it'll be. It'll, no, yeah. I disagree. Well, oh, no, in a way, it's, as long no. as I, I agree with him. We're going to be counting, but we're not just going to count NCAA titles. Well, yeah, not just We're going to count record. You count record. You count bonus rate. You count, it is a, it is a, yeah. a variety of but maths. It is who you beat and who you lost to. I mean, it's who you beat. Who you beat is someone, so big. Yeah. You're not going to have someone who didn't win an NCAA title in the top 10, obviously, right? You're not you going to but... have someone who lost to Nathan Burak on your Mount Rushmore. Or are you? <laughs> Shame. Maybe what I uh, what I looked at though, like when I'm looking at these guys, and then I, I brought obviously I brought up Lee and Taylor, and then I brought up Ruth and Nolf. It's kind of like damn the the and a lot of it's Penn State, but this is kind of a golden era. Like I kind of feel like a lot of those guys, if you made a top fifty of all time, a lot of them dudes are on it. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, it it would be how many guys? How many Penn State would have quite a few in the top fifteen? David. Ed, Bo, I don't know Zane. if Ed would make top 15. You're not putting them in the top seven of this. And they might. They might not. I mean, maybe if you, if you eliminated freestyle results, you would consider yeah, putting them in the top what, seven. Oh, yeah. probably. Ed, Ed's in the mix if you take freestyle away. I mean, he was – that guy was yeah. an absolute boss. Yeah. yeah. You take freestyle out of this, it changes the equation and, and definitely more favorable for Ruth. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, for, if it's who you beat, why why no more credit for? I think one of the best wins on here is is Isaiah Martinez for um, for Jason Nolf. Like that's a that is a huge freaking win. Yeah. Win. Um, Nolf Nolf is the guy for for me, guys. Those are my five, and the guys that would have been right after Taylor would have been my my uh, sixth. I mean, Taylor and Nickel were that one was so close. I would have went Taylor, and then I I would have had. Uh, I probably then then I would have had just because their careers are over, Nolf, Ruth, and, and Spencer. Dang, oh man, I was coming. <laughs> Shane, his Shane, career's not over, Ben. Stay off, ben, stay off your ben, Twitter today. The only guy in this I, debate is career's not listen, over. I'm not telling you the Iowa fans are going to make sense. They're going to come at you like a honey badger today. Just if, watch. If, if number Spencer nine, Lee wins his, if Spencer Lee wins his fourth national title, I'm probably putting him on the mountain. I mean, so it, it, his career's not over with. Everybody else's no, career is been minus eight. They don't care. Iowa fans, they're not hearing you right now. They want to. They want to lynch you. They want to get you. And I, I they love don't Spencer like you. Lee. Phenomenal. Hey, Iowa fans are coming after you. Oops, sorry, I'm trying to Iowa, get on the Facebook. Here. Iowa fans, I want to hear what you have to say about Shane's list. Call into five one five. Five zero nine five zero seven one. Well, we're not Leave taking a live all the on voicemails. Not live. Oh, we're not. Okay, not live. All right. Yeah, all right. that's risky business, but they're coming after Shane. Leave what some voicemails, either for the show, or for my own personal what, entertainment. I had a couple diehard Hawkeye fans I talked to last night. I'll I'll keep them off their their names off the record. They call me up and they are hot, and I'm telling you, by the end of the conversation. <laughs> All of them, not uh, not most of them. And I talked to about three or four off the phone. They're like, you know what, Shane? Based on your criteria, you're right. I'm like, yeah, it's, you know, calm down. We're we're all good. I don't know. 
Shane getting a little <laughs> taste of the heat. <laughs> Put on some aloe vera. Uh... All right, that's fun. Um, we can talk more. I could talk about this all, all day. We should probably move on. Sammy yeah, Brooks mullet. You 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 gave birth to Sammy Brooks's mullet. You brought it to prominence, Shane. And now sure. how the oh, turntables have yeah, turned. That guy hammers me. <laughs> he is all over it. Um, he wants you suspended. Suspended. <laughs> Two weeks, no pay. We should hit you with a with a with a Montel Marion permanent suspension. Where <laughs> it's a permanent suspension, but you come back when when we yeah, need you. Yeah. <laughs> the best of all suspensions. That is that was an all time suspension. It was so permanent that he came back. Okay. So, um, so we've got hot rankings. JD says, is it even worth talking about? Which yeah, is to say, he Gable says, now. Gable is going to win uh, no matter what. Not even if there's a fire. There's no one else. Uh, Yanni <laughs> is number two. Yeah, Yanni's uh, got five pins in a row. He's starting to turn on a little bit. Yeah, and it. But he made Gable. a big jump because he had zero pins before the last update two or three weeks ago. Yeah. And then he hit his EIWA schedule. Yeah. And, uh, he's still, yeah, he's still only at 72% bonus, though. 76. 76. 100 for uh, Gable. That's going to help. Seven. Are you guys uh, sure? Because I'm on WrestleStat right now. Let's see. One, two, three, four. Does he have a forfeit? Because I don't include forfeits in Oh, records. well, there's, no, there's an injury on here. You don't include or that either? Default. So that match gets... You, you swipe that up. Okay, yeah. yeah, I got it. All right. Got it. Okay. Stop questioning his stats. His, his stats are clean. Keegan's third. You know, Keegan's going to have a hard... Man, if Ke- Keegan yeah, first right. has to win 165, which is going to be very and he's got a, to do. Yeah. And Gable would have to lose, and that's just... Uh, Keegan going to have to wait till next year, it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the, for the Hodge, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean... You know what? I don't have no idea how how Gable doesn't win the Hodge this year. He loses. Um, that's basically yeah. it. Basically, he would have. Or to, he stops bonusing right now. He would have to fall mm-hmm. off the. And I think the way he's think how hard he's wrestling for these bonus points in so hard in regular season matches. He's only going to turn it up as it gets more and more important. I don't know if he can turn it up. He, he's wrestling full throttle. <laughs> he really, I like how he's waiting. Uh, I, mean, I said waiting. He's, he gets a decent lead in the third and then he just goes embarrassment mode in the third period. It is just yeah. insane. The level he's wrestling at right now. I don't think he, we'll I ever mean, see anything like it again. No. Well, the, the one match that we haven't seen who was his closest match last year is, is Greg. Um, so maybe he doesn't major him potentially. Maybe, yeah. Um, I didn't did. CBS at ninety four percent is that's compelling. It is. Uh, I didn't realize he, was so high. he hasn't wrestled anybody yet, though. Yeah, that, that's he's his, tearing that's everybody his caveat. Up. Yeah. Think about Rivera, guys. You know, to, with, the... with his career, if he wins, if he wins the Big Tens this year, he'll have three Big Tens at three weights. And the guys he'll have had to beat, Spencer Lee, Roman Bravo Young, and most likely one or a combination of Jaden Ironman and Nick Lee. And he also, he also he also beat Seth Gross, an NCAA champion at Big Tens. Yeah. Big Ten yeah. semis. He might yeah. be, Lamina, maybe, this, maybe, I don't know what you guys think about this. Is, is he the Put best him on wrestler? No, <laughs> nah, but he, Sebastian Rivera seems to me a little bit in comparison to, to a lot of the other really good guys. He seems like he's just kind of, 
under the radar. He doesn't get talked about a ton, right? Well, Would you we guys were agree driving, with that? I was, Bracky and I drove the Rivera hype train all last year. He was our yep. pick to win 41 the entire year long. Okay. Um, so we've done our part, but then he didn't win. He wasn't as good as those guys last yeah, year. Guys, so I've, he really hasn't wrestled anyone super. His, his highest rank win on, on this is on WrestleStat. I don't know what you guys have him ranked. Is uh, CJ Composto at number nineteen? Yeah, he he was denied the opportunity to wrestle Nick Lee. Yeah, um, not his fault, obviously. Not his fault. It was an unprecedented time situation. Correct. Yes. Yeah, 141 at the Big Tens is is going to be fantastic. You know, if he, I guess the caveat would be if the maybe the biggest path is if Rivera runs the table, maintains his bonus rate, and then Gable somehow cools. But even then, they're not going to give it to Sebastian Rivera over an undefeated Gable. No, they're not. You just, it, it may be illegal. Gable has to lose to start wrestling <laughs> one-point matches. Uh, might be illegal, he says. The only <laughs> way it becomes a conversation is if Gable loses somehow and then wins NCAAs. So he would have to lose at Big Ten's win NCAAs. Then I still think people would probably consider Gable um, just because it's 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 Dan Gable. Um, with, with, with Gable this year, they ought to do something fun and be like, you know what? From now on, when he wrestles, it's 9 nothing on the scoreboard, regardless of who he's wrestling. Yeah, make him run it down. That's what yeah, we I mean, do. that would be insane yeah. to see. I mean, that'd be – I don't know if I'd bet against him then even. Yeah. Oh, yeah, probably not. Probably right? not. You'd be nervous. He's wrestling yeah. Mason. He's wrestling Kirkley. He's got nine. He, he's down nine. I bet he wins. <laughs> there is one person so. who could maybe sneak into the conversation via heart debate a one fast twitch if he came back and just pinned everybody <laughs> you don't get the heart i don't think you get the heart war- award when you when you're doing the triple pass on the, the no passing zone i think that's gonna make it tough when you're hitting people and, say <laughs> hitting people in head on collisions that's gonna make it tough although we haven't heard anything maybe we'll learn you know we're maybe we'll get a little info on the ground in uh, arlington this weekend about the fast maybe you should get all, all the details we probably won't get any. He was in a Galgariba reportedly uh, this past weekend, watching and walking around. All right. So, Hope, hopefully, that's as much information as I know. That's all we're allowed to know. What's your take on 197, Shane? We talked about it a bunch oh. uh, yesterday. Who's going to win this weight? That weight class, Christian. I think. Well, that that weight class will have one of the biggest influences on the national tournament trophy. Team team trophies. I have no idea who's winning 197. I mean, Eric Schultz, I believe, started the season ranked 12th or 13th, something like that. Cameron Cathy was up near 20. I mean, how would you like to face Cameron Cathy on Thursday night? Like, yeah. 197, 197 yeah. has eight guys, eight guys. I don't want to say easily can win, but if, if I said to you right now, like, I could give you eight guys where I could say this guy wins and you'd be like, yeah, and I'd be like, okay, you wouldn't put it. You would. You maybe put two dollars on it. You're not putting three dollars. One ninety seven is <laughs> is going to be so much fun. One ninety seven is going to be a blast, yeah. especially. And I hope Ferrari's in the mix. But depending on his health too, now now it really tightens things up. I think he's the if he's healthy, he's the obviously the favorite. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Jacob Warner, Max Dean, Patrick Brocky. I'm talking Big Ten. Uh, Cameron Caffey. Uh, I mean, and then you got other guys around the con- around the country that are good mm-hmm. too in that weight class. One ninety seven is going to be 
must. It's going to be awesome to watch that weight class. The results from our Spotify poll yesterday. Um, Fulham from Missouri is a stud. I mean, forty-eight percent of people picked Max Dean. Fifteen said Jacob Warner. Six said Buchanan. Five percent said Elam. Eight percent said Schultz. Seven percent said Cam Caffey. And eleven said other. Yeah. 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 It's awesome. I I love I love one ninety-seven. I love what Max Dean was so high. Uh, that's I mean, it's really the thing like we said yesterday. It's well, it's the Penn State. It's Penn State. They have a lot of fans. Also, like, well, sort of. You put Max Dean head to head, like against everybody, and you're like, I'd favor Max Dean. I'd favor Max Dean. I'd favor. Yeah, but Max that's Dean. the thing. Like in that case, honestly, others should be having a high percentage because there's there's yeah. other who's not one pick but many picks. So, right. you know, yeah. Also, in the other is AJ Ferrari currently. Correct. Currently, that's quite the gamble, though. I'll take point. the other. I'll throw my my. I mean, give me AJ, the other. I think AJ's far and away better than all these guys. Um, we'll see what he looks like, but uh, this time off the match. Yeah, what a what a list. Impact. I mean, that is like I said that, that those quarterfinals at one ninety seven Friday morning. Man, that's that'll be fun. Yes. Mm-hmm. Speaking of fun. Saturday, about at the ballpark, Iowa versus Oklahoma State. The probable lineups here. Um, those the probables have not actually been released by the teams yet, right, JD? This is no. our this is our probable are probables. Who we expect to see? Yeah, and this this duel for the struggles that um, that Oklahoma State has been having, they match up kind of good against Iowa, um, despite all that. Especially if Mastro wrestles. If they if they have to wrestle the other guy um that's a big problem because then jesse Ubar is probably going to win but beyond that they they match up really well um with mastro versus ibarra dayton's never lost to desanto g murin g's i don't know g at 18 i was kind of yelling at jd this morning not really yelling, yelling. At him. um but i was like man it's warranted. what's what's king g feller got to do to get in the top 15 yeah, he lost to Jaden Abbas, but then he since he's beaten a bunch of pretty tough that guys. He's above in the rankings. I know, but he's had a, <laughs> he's really, had a good, really good year. He's had a really good year. He's, he's had a pin, really good year. Pin Josh Edmond. He beat Blockus. He beat uh, Josh Demas or Dom Demas. For all we know, he beat Josh Demas too at some point. Uh, and I, I think he's just a little low. I think him versus Max Murin has got to be close to a coin flip. I'm curious. The things that'll be the, the factor in that match is. One, Murin, seven minutes. If he gets uh if it's close late, you favor Murin. I think it's something where G needs to ride him and Murin's pretty tough to ride. He's gotta out scramble him, which I think he can do, though Murin is underrated in the scrambles. I think it's a really big match and I think it's a close one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I know I it's that'll be a great take down match. You think it's a one takedown match? Well, it's not, I mean, that's not really going on on a limb or anything. No, that's, that's a Max Mirren match. Yeah. That's a Max Mirren match. <laughs> Bunch, I, yeah, the Matt returns could could play a role. Someone oh. says JD hates don't the Cowboys. Encourage, don't encourage Shane to start get going. Yeah. yeah. I didn't say it's the most important thing, but in that kind of match, Christian, as you just said, in that kind of match, those will be big. I mean, yeah. I mean, 20 seconds off a restart, you better finish on top. It doesn't have to be a big booming Matt return. It can be a little slick little trip. I'm not, you know, this this whole Matt return too. Sometimes people think like, oh, it's, that's all I think is important. It's not, but it is part of the <laughs> it is part of the equation. Well, it it it's not hard for people to understand why you think why they think that about you, Shane. It is it is 
<laughs> Jane, you so, need to make a T-shirt that says something about Matt returns. You are mailing people bobbleheads of you in honor of their <laughs> zero point Matt returns. So wait, that's I just happening. Love hard wrestling. He's ma- he's mailing people bobbleheads. Where is he getting bobbleheads at? He's got a guy. He's got a bobblehead. He's guy. got a guy. Yeah, he's got a guy. At- yeah, it's we give we a give guy. the bobblehead away once a week. There's been some. I mean, that one that uh, Kirkleet had on on Sunday against uh, Nebraska. I mean, that thing was like, man. I mean, that thing shook. I mean, they're sending the uh, they're sending the Wait, people where... to rec call to get that thing back level set because it is off kilter after that mat return. It was Wait, it was where, awesome. Where where's this happening? I, I'm totally missing this, guys. Is this Kirkley? a flow thing? No, no. Where's no, Jake? Where's Shane send sending the bobbleheads out? Where so is it a Big Ten Network thing? What is it? Yeah, yeah, Big Ten uh, Network. Yeah, yep. Come on, Christian. Now. We need to get some Christian Piles bobbleheads. What would you get? What would you give them <laughs> there away is for? A Christian Piles bobblehead. There's, there's what one, would yeah. Christian give them away for? Um, but most fire takes probably. <laughs> <laughs> or probably just I don't know. What what would it be for? I don't know. I, I, well, what's I an aspect it. of wrestling that you just love? I mean, what gets you when oh. you see something in a wrestling mat? Like what? What just fires you up? And you're like, this is so important to win. What would it I, be for you? I don't know what it is. I, I know, love, mine would be. I like would be scramble the week. Scramble like re- the week. Yeah, that would be Probably yours, Ben. Reattacks yeah. or something. I think they're okay. reattacks. They're the best. Love a good reattack. I, I love. Be I love them. Hardest snap down when you just put someone's face through the mat. It's oh, so that's a good, that's a good snaps one. are awesome. But it, it, that one's rare, where it's like a really good snap, where they literally can't even catch themselves before they yep. just eat mat. It's but when good. it happens, that's amazing. Pico is like one of the the best. Uh, that's... Gable, obviously. Gable would oh, win yeah. it. Like, oh, some of Gable's. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Gable's ridiculous. Um, we're all drooling. Yeah, we're 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 big fans. <laughs> I would love to Gable. feel his snap if I knew I wasn't going to get hurt. Like, how I, fun would that? <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't see, think you want to feel it. See, now Shane, I'm with you on some of this. I I'd want no part of the Gable one because he's too big. He would he would literally injure me. But like oh Pico's God. is one I wanted to like. What is it like that he's just he snaps Zane Rutherford on his hands basically every time they tie I think, up? I mean, obviously there's there's I don't think so. My, my take would be there's not that much of a power differential between his snap and other people's snaps. What they probably nail is is the timing with the, timing. the fake, right? Somehow. They're getting okay. the guy to move and snapping at the correct mm-hmm. time. Ben, yeah. what was yeah, something they, in your career? What what was something in your career? A feel that you got from somebody in in in, in any area that that surprised yeah. you a little bit? Like, man, that was mm. whoa. What would you say? One would be uh, guys who could get me off the mat fast. And I, so Imar, I wrestled. I, we worked out together, and he was like, "Oh, sh- oh, crap!" And then you got to kind of readjust, like you recalibrate because of that. And the other guy who did it to me, and there's only two that have ever done it to me like that, would be uh, the, he was an Indian guy, and he actually eventually he was young when I wrestled him, and he ended up taking a world bronze. But he, the first period, he got me up a few times. I'm like, "Oh, damn!" Like that doesn't usually ever happen. Uh, and then I gassed him out, uh, and decked him in the third period, but. Those two like got me off the map faster than anyone ever. Okay, I like I like unpredictability. Like in in a like I don't know what this guy's gonna do. Like Nolf was really fun in that way. Yeah, yes. weren't quite sure what was gonna happen. Um, where some other wrestlers, you're like, okay, I know it's gonna be a takedown, and it's gonna be this kind of takedown. Yeah, this kind of sure. turn, rinse and repeat. And it's like, all right, I've seen I've seen this movie. Whereas with other guys, it's like, did not expect that. Okay. Um, 
I ever so tell you guys I love talking wrestling with you guys? Hey. <laughs> Likewise, Shane. Glad to have you on here. Um, so that's 49. Somehow we, I don't know what happened there. Um, this is, we're, it's plenty of tangents. 57 is another coin flip match for sure. These guys have split in their career. Sheets had a tough win um, against uh, against Missouri. I forget who he wrestled. He beat Jay it was it was okay. Listen, tough win. It was it was some crap wrestling on both parts. <laughs> Plenty of mat returns though. I think. No, he stood. Remember, it was the, it was the stupid stupid thing where they were uh, rear standing for like thirty five seconds. You don't remember this? Oh, this was Sheets on his back. It was terrible. Job. It was terrible on hatchet. all parts. It was awful. They should. They needed to call the stalemate on on Sheets. And Jake Hughes is trying to do the the gimmick of. Oh, oh, let me hold his painful. hands. He held his yeah. hands while he was up I know. so that it he couldn't so get away. It was shameful. On all it counts. was you, bad. You it was so bad. That was bad. That was bad. Um, and that, you know, I mean, listen, I, 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 hate, I hate picking on my Missouri guys, Christian, but it was so bad. I can't stand it when the bottom guy works that hard for a stall call. It's like, hey, dum-dum, how about you try getting an escape? Like, just try. You, you're not even trying right now. You're just trying to get a stall call. This is ridiculous. Get, trying get to, freaking away. Get yeah. a freaking away from this man. It's a, it's a, it's a brutal gimmick. It's like, it's a brutal I, gimmick. I, I don't think they should. But the refs very rarely fall for it. Um, he, didn't, he did in that instance, and then he finally realized, wait, he's just holding his hand so he can't release him. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Oh, my gosh. Wrestlers, they can be shameful at times. Now, here's my yeah. question. This 65 match with Lake Marinelli, on the one hand, you can say, all right, Travis has not been looking good. Great, maybe we'll say. He lost to Austin Yant. But then you can say, all right, well, he wrestled Keegan O'Toole pretty tough in a match where I didn't. Yeah. I don't think we expected that. But then I think, what do Keegan O'Toole and Alex Marinelli have in common? Nothing oh, at uh, all. There's yeah, nothing no, in no. common. Um, so... Um, I, I think it's going to be close, obviously, right? Yeah, I think it's going to be close. I mean, it gets close, but it's Marinelli. It's going to be close, but it's Marinelli. That's kind of how I yeah. feel. I don't know how Whit Whitlake's going to. It's a different problem to solve, Keegan versus Alex defensively. But I'm not sure he's going to have to get a pick or something quick, right? Nothing, not yeah. an extended finish. I think Bull's hands or hips are a little too heavy. Um, but that's a match where. If Oklahoma State's going to pull the upset, they're going to need that one. I think. I think that's going to be the one they got to they yeah. got to get. I think that's their biggest upset opportunity, and they're going to need one upset. I don't see it. I don't see it at all. I th I think like there's like a five percent chance of Whitley winning. I think it's a really 5%? small percent. They wrestle that's it. That's hundred it. times. Alex it's gonna be it, it's small. they wrestle hundred times. It's gonna be three to two Marinelli like. 74 times. Holy cow. Out of the 100. Like, Holy a lot. Buckets. It's going to be 3 to 2 Marinelli a freaking boatload of times. Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't. I would say probably 70. You don't really disagree. <laughs> I mean, 95%. You're going to be like, gracious. I disagree. It's going to be 64 times out of 100 <laughs> that it's 3 to 2, not 74. Well, that's it. That's a huge. That's, that's a big difference. It's a big number. I think it's really likely. I mean, because um, he's he's strong defensively, he's not particularly good on top, so it's not like he's ever going to ride. Mm -hmm. It's not like Marinelli's overly good on top. I mean, the other chance, right, is that Marinelli like Matt returns him enough to get ride time, 
but Marinelli's not going to keep him flat or put a boot yeah. in or something like that, right? So maybe Marinelli and Matt returns him enough times to get uh, a ride time point potentially, which then would make it, uh, say, a four to two match, maybe. Okay, maybe, I think that's what Mar- he does. Or maybe he gets a takedown at the end of a period, so he rides him out, and then it's a three to one match that could happen. Like, I, so I think we got we got a four three to two match like 74 times. I think we got a four to two match like 12 times. I think we got a three to one match another 12 times. And then Whitlake wins a three to two upset four times out of a hundred. There. I okay. Broke it down. Well, there we broke it down. Statistically. Those are the only possibilities. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people were thinking uh pitch could pin Spencer going into this duel three years ago. Pitch pinning Spencer is more likely than it being any of the other possibilities that I said. <laughs> wow, I don't think I don't think that's the case, but uh, we'll see. Um, <laughs> that is an absolutely electric clip that I have watched more than a handful oh, pitch of times. Spencer? Over the- yeah. Iowa yeah, hater, JD Raider. Wow, it Iowa just hater. Flows. Iowa hater. That was JD electric, Raider. though. It was like the whole crowd went insane. It was kind of just a cool yes. moment. And John Smith doing the. That's oh great. yeah, it was nuts. It was nuts. Okay, <sighs> plot Kimmer, no chance. That's a that's a ninety nine point nine percenter for me. Ninety point nine, yeah. Uh, basically, no chance. Then Oklahoma State needs eighty four as well, um, because I think they're just like almost all but guaranteed to lose forty one, seventy four, ninety seven, and heavy. I think there's no opportunity to win there. So they've got to win 65 and 84. Gear Assad's been coming on. I don't know. I don't know. Assad I mean, has been getting a little better. Yeah, he has. He's improved. I mean, he uh, battled Brooks hard. And, uh, yeah, Abe's had a good year. So Gear Gear Assad, I think, is another coin flip match. I, I don't see a massive disparity here. I don't know if you guys agree or disagree. Let me see. Let me see. Maybe, maybe I take back what I said about Abe Assad. Okay. His best wins over Braun. So he's beating the guys who aren't very good, mm-hmm. right? But his best win would be Zach Braunagle, and he's lost to everyone who is really good. He is, however, stingy defensively, so it's not like he gets – even Aaron Brooks didn't really blow him out. Mm-hmm. Um, Trent Hindley beat him 6 near, But neither, neither of those guys took him down in the third period. Both of, both of those guys caused me – we know JD. We're pissed about it. Oh. It caused us. If they would have got the takedowns, we would win another another pick. My favorite. And um, that's one thing that with, with the side that I really like. You bring up a really good point. I mean, guys are beating you. Maybe you're down by five or six. The Brooks match comes to mind, and you figure out a way to keep it a decision. Like that's a lot of times that'd be a real easy time to give up. Abe Assad is seven minutes of hard wrestling. He's oh boy. I, I see I see the replacement for Max Mirren once uh, Ava Sod's no, gone. Shane, 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 don't get too excited. Listen, listen I didn't say he's guys. going to. I didn't hold on, hold on. Let me. Make I didn't say he's going to get takedowns in the third period and bringing the heat on these guys. I said he's doing just enough not to get taken down. But Ava Sod competes hard for seven minutes. He's improved. He's a guy. He's improved. I mean, you can see that he's improved this season. I'm not saying he's going to win the national title. I'm just saying, you know, you talk about. You know, stocks on the rise. Abe Assad is is pretty darn good. I don't know if he's improved. I mean, look at his true his true freshman. Know. How much better is he than his true freshman year when he beat? Yeah, uh, he had some good wins that year too. Actually, he beat 
Um, he beat Taylor Vance. All American is a true freshman, right? Well, that was 2020, well, right? Well, sort of. Yes, yeah, he beat okay. Parker that year. Parker Keck guys, and he beat him. That was Parker's only loss to Richard year. Well, he, it was Parker's Richard year. Yeah, he beat. He had. He had comparable. Pins, he had Braun better wins, Nagel, beat, Yeah, beat Max Lyon, beat Venz, beat Rocky Jordan. Had a seven three loss to Aaron Brooks, which is now eight three. Lost to Caffey, who's not at that weight. Beat Lion. Rocky Jordan again. Beat Max Lyon again. Lost to Caffey and Venz. That's that's actually kind of comparable. I would say it's no different at this this point. Not a ton of data, but there's nothing to suggest he's markedly improved. Right? He's yeah. he was good as a true freshman. He continues to be good, but that next echelon, he has not reached it yet. Um, he's yet to beat anyone as good as Taylor Venz, who he beat his, his true freshman year. Um, yeah. So we'll. It, it remains to be seen. So I got gear. I got gear. Gear. Similarly, his best win of the year is Jeremiah Kent. Maybe. Maybe it's, yeah. It, I mean, it has not, been great. No, he lost to Marcus Coleman. Who? Marcus Coleman. He's getting better. He's having a good year. He's super we good. Got, Iowa State. One loss. Iowa State is weird. I, Ames high fly side, baby. Uh, yeah, he's from Ames. Um, so <laughs> Gear, Gear's losses are to uh, Parker, Marcus Coleman, who's very good, and Tate Samuelson. That's that. That's a tough. That's a tough loss there for Gear. He really Tate, doesn't have any big wins either. Yeah, it's mm -mm. Jeremiah Kent's the biggest win. But no horrible losses. He also has. Um, he had a. He had the amazing NCAs last year, where he beat mm -hmm. Hunter Bolin, Taylor Vans, Sammy Colbray. Uh, Britt Man. Wilson, that's that's a run. Yeah, that's Marcus run. Coleman only has one loss this year. He's having a damn good year. He's a baller. He also announced he's coming back next year. Dude, how? Can he do that? Yeah. He can make that announcement. Damn. It is, it is legal. <laughs> no, but I, I, I was like, he's, he feels like he's been in college forever. That's all I'm saying. Every, a lot of listen, people have been in college how, forever. <laughs> how many times has Ben going to have this revelation about guys in college? Yeah, they've been in college longer. Listen, they get an extra year, It just man. feels like, oh, my God, this guy's been around forever. Why is he still here? You're just <laughs> jealous because you couldn't go to college that long. You have the long. same revelation about a different <laughs> guy every show. You could have gotten another yeah, Hodge. Christian, it feels weird. It feels weird. These dudes are going to college forever. And so it doesn't matter. We haven't talked about Marcus Coleman. And when you say he's going to college for the year, I'm like, wait. How's this dude in college another the year? <laughs> oh I gotta go make sure you guys are right. Guys, I gotta fact check gotta, JD. The other day I'm doing the broadcast and I never, I did not even try to figure it out. I didn't even try to figure it out. Mason Manville wrestled at, for Penn State at 174. I went to oh, his bio and I'm like, I'm just going to say, here's Mason Manville for Penn State. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not giving a grade. I'm not giving it like Mason Manville to me has been around for a long, long time. And I think he's, he's still got more eligibility left, I think. Oh, oh he's like a, he's, he's he's a, say he's got multiple. He's only a, <laughs> he's only he's a, a junior. But he's a junior he's on the roster, but I think eligibility-wise. He's a sophomore. Yes. There's multiple multiple red shirts here, and his career record is 10 and 13. Meanwhile. Should maybe legend. just move on and get a job. Meanwhile. No, legend. Okay. <laughs> One more time. Uh, Hayden Heidley, he wrestled at who's number one his senior year. Hayden is in his one, two, three, four. Hayden's in his sixth year. He's super done after this year. Hayden will not be allowed back. Super done. He's super done. He's not kind of done. Super done. He's super done. He won't be allowed back. He can make no such announcements. Um, dude, and how, how about just like the, the idea of college recruiting is so insane. Like Hayden Heidley, 
lost to Mason Manville, I think twice his senior year in high school. And their co- their college careers are just not even comparable. Hayden's freshman year, he was undefeated and made the NCAA finals as a, as a freshman. It's just like, you just yes. never know. You just never he know. He lost the Nolf that year? Yep. That was the Nolf uh, injury NCAAs where he just <laughs> came, he came back yeah. with the uh, – and just killed everyone. He killed Hayden. He beat Hayden worse that year than he did the next year when they had the controversial match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, recruiting is, is nuts. Okay. But yeah, Hayden, uh, Mason Manville, I think he he's a sophomore. I think he'll have two years left after this. I he's, think he's I gonna, heard something the he's other day, guys, and I should have wrote it down because it was it was it was really good, and I now I forgot. But it involves Mark Hall. Like there's some guy out there. Gosh, I wish I remembered this. Mark Hall. Didn't come into college until this guy was in college for two years, and now this guy's still wrestling. And Mark Hall's been out for two years. Yep. Gosh, I got I got to think. It might. Gosh, who is it? Meechich? It might be Meechich. Meechich is Meechich is old. He's been in college. I think Meechich might have had two years in before Hall came to school. Don't quote me on this one. It might have been Meechich. Hall Meechich had two years in before Hall got to college, and now Hall's been out for two years. Meechich. And Meechich is still rolling. Meechich graduated high school before me. Yeah. <laughs> he he was he had wrestled he did the 2015 Northwestern year then he had the mm-hmm. 2016 Michigan year where he redshirted so that didn't count yep. in 2017 Mark so he sort of had two years before Mark came in um, but yeah it's a weird weird year um, weird year for sure oh my gosh um, okay basically every Oklahoma State match we have because ends up with a tangent somewhere else, but I'll bring it back. So then, uh, that's. 84. I thought we were done with this. Okay, we're done with it. All right, that's it. So <laughs> moving on. Um, uh, ten. Okay. Do you want to play? Um, no, yeah. I hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't hate the game. You don't get the game. Um, I get the game. No, you Files. don't. Files, I have a 146 IQ while I'm driving oh, a car. I go. freaking understand the game. <laughs> okay, genius. Uh, I wasn't even paying attention. I'm just doing the IQ test. That's I crazy. faster than anyone in the car. I'm on yeah. my way to 2014 NCAAs, Oklahoma City. They're getting lippy about how high their IQ. I'll whoop all your ass when I'm driving the car. <laughs> I can fast. 146, Christian Biles. That's the third standard deviation away. Dang. That's genius the, level. The crazy guys, thing is. I'm having a major gotta, flashback right now. I got to tell you guys this story real quick. Oh. Have you guys ever, and I'm not trying to be funny here. This is the this is the crazy truth. Uh, Have, has anybody ever drove with Ben? <laughs> yeah. I got to tell you this. Sunkiss Kids Open years back. Ben, I, I, this is years back. Ben goes, hey, you want to go out for Mexican food? I'm like, yeah, sure. So I go out with Ben and his mom. Ben pulls up in his Prius, which is all cracked up, which should have been a pretty good indicator. I get in the car. That ride from wherever the sun-kissed kid was to that Mexican restaurant, Ben, of any car I'd have ever been in in my life. Uh, my heart's, I mean, I was like, the whole time I was like jolting. Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. You driving a car t- doing something? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, crazy! Yeah, 
The craziest thing is I have a I got a 147 IQ. I was actually riding a bike. So that's insane. <laughs> you wish, Christian. It's so you funny. Wish. How, it's so funny how much we have in common, Ben. It's like it's kind of like the picks in in wrestling. You know, you're right there. You change them after we make the picks. You're, you're you so close. Them. It is. It is honestly my favorite bit is how in. Ben Askren's head, I am, that he cannot beat me in these picks and that he's frankly not close. And that he brings it up all the time. I don't actually bring it up. You bring right, it up. I beat you, you more weeks than I lost you. He's exactly. Got, you know, you win one week, you're like, I'm getting my ass kicked. So, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, Ben, I know Ben's not paying attention that close. I'm going to change the picks when he's not looking. That's what happened. happened. That happened. happened. Lying Ben. Now I don't believe you about your IQ because you're just blatantly lying. Uh, test me. Test me. Give me a test. Okay. Sign me up. Okay. Uh, the test this week will involve picking wrestling matches and you'll lose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not like last week. Whooped you last week. Let's go. Let's go to by one pick. Let's go to this voicemail. We have Whooped a voicemail here. Let's pull it in. We, oh, yes. I love voicemails. These are the best. <laughs> Hey boys, my name is Jake from New York. You may recognize me on the Twitter handle, Mr. Kaya's Gas Tank. Uh, gotta be more active, but that's my Twitter handle. Anyway, to join Kyle's as a Penn State homer, um, especially Bo Bartlett uh, homer, I noticed over the weekend that there was two situations when Bartlett could have just tried to get a two-point takedown and probably would have, but went for a cradle and didn't get it. The first against Sasso... Uh, towards the end of the second period when Sasso shot in from that, I think it was an elbow tie, something like that, and Bartlett had the corner on him, and it looked like if he just switched off to a double, he would have gotten two, but he said he went for a cradle and Sasso escaped. And then, even more so against Lovett, he legit had him dead to right, could have settled with two, maybe even back points, but as soon as he reached over that head, Lovett was able to get out of it. Obviously, got an unbelievable takedown, but from a tactical standpoint, Bartlett's always willing to lose very close matches. Why isn't he able to get to win those close matches and get those takedowns when he needs to? So just food for thought. I'd love to hear some tactical advice from Ben, and he says you guys love the show. Okay. So, first of all, I'm a Penn State homer. But according to... We know. According we know. To Penn, ben, you say I hate Penn State every show. So which is it? <laughs> I love Bo it. Homer. Iowa fans Bo think Bartlett I'm homer. a Penn State homer. Penn State fans think I'm an Iowa homer. Maybe I'm just telling the truth, guys. How about that? All right, so do you remember this Bartlett, the, the Sasso position? Because I actually didn't until I went back and, and watched yeah, it again. I actually don't either. I'm going okay. to bring it up. I remember the second one, though, and we, we talked specifically about the second one and how I don't, I don't know why the hell he went over the head and how he should have slid his hips back and, and went tried to go through him. So I'll say... I'm gonna put in the chat right here. Oh, you're putting uh, it? Okay, I'm I'm searching it. The the Bartlett one. Look right under the voicemail. That's the link to the Penn State Ohio State match. Um, oh, okay, got it, got it. And then it happens. I can tell you. Oh shoot, I had it here. Okay, I'll good. I'll I'll bring it up quick. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, this is a common thing. Is um, and this is like I don't want to say all wrestlers, but. Anytime that you go over the head, if, if the guy underneath, if you miscalculate your ability to get a cradle, you're putting yourself in bad position if the other guy knows what he's doing. So yes. you know, going for cradles is uh, essentially a little bit of risky business. Okay, I'm, I'm watching it right now. Yeah, it, that, that's, I mean, it's literally almost the same scenario 
as uh, the Bart. I'm sorry, the Bartlett and Ridge Lovett match. Yeah, yeah. He should stop doing this. As stuff, as stuff here. He should have dropped what? Well, so he's got like the near ankle, and he's got almost like the he's got the arm. I'll, and I'm Tyler. I'm gonna send you the picture right now. Yeah, he, he needs to he needs to slide his hips off again. Just just like we said in the Love It match, if he slides his hips just a little further away, and I realize this is not gonna be easy. And then Sasso's probably gonna slide out, and Bartlett's probably gonna end in a single leg. But this is where like you know who does this this really well here is is then when that happens, they bring it up to the feet and finishes Marinelli. It's kind of what he did against Hamidi yeah. a little bit, right? Where he slides off, brings leg up high, and finishes. I, I would generally does this position uh, pretty well. Yeah. Honestly, this is a good position with Penn State. They'll normally, like, drag that side and drop to the leg and finish. And go, like, head inside really single. Good. Yes. Nickley's, he's good there, yeah. And so it's weird that Bo I, – I think I, – I wonder with these tactical things – is Bo thinking, all right, I probably I need to go bigger here and, and try for something, but something But Bo's so good defensively, a, t- a takedown freaking winner the match a lot of times. Mm-hmm. You're you're right. Yeah. I I am sort of surprised to see the that tactic in, employed here. Um and with the we t- kind of di- dissected the ridge one, it's similar, just you think yeah. he should just drop his hips back. But it's an interesting That's thing me. you see in wrestling so much. Like I see it what? in youth practice all the time. But it also happens at the highest levels. The, they go for these. They'll either they'll be on a single and they'll attack the head for the cradle, or they'll be on the single and they'll try to they'll try to finish around the body with the thing instead mm-hmm. of just. Why don't people just stay on the leg more, Ben? Bad habits are hard to break. I I don't know what because you are right. It happens at, at all levels. People get greedy and want to do one of those two things. Um, I mean, the cradle is is a great opportunity here, but you got to know that it's there. And so I talk about. Um, both offensively and defensively, knowing where your cradle radar is. like, And, and you need to recalculate for every opponent because, um, right, if I'm defensively and my opponent's got a little longer arms, I probably got to keep my head and my knee a little further apart, and I got to know where that is. And then when I'm wrestling, obviously my arms are always the same length, so I should know when to go for this and when not to go for this, right? Because mm-hmm. if I go for this and it's not there – then I'm going to be in bad position because I just put my arm over his head, which means he can then get his head up and into me, right? Which is what happened in both the Ridge Lovett and the Sasso match here. So if I go for that cradle and it's not there, I'm putting myself in a position where I'm likely to get taken down or um, maybe not likely, but more significantly more likely than I would have been. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I actually didn't realize how close – I mean, I watched the match, but I think until this guy brought it up, I didn't realize – what a good position he was to score in because it's really only a split yeah. second where he looks like he's in a really good reattack go behind position and he I mean, goes for the cradle so fast that and then he's immediately loses the position yeah the the other thing here too is um okay so what's going to happen here i because i can play this real easily is um if he slides off and goes single uh, Sasso's going to pop his chest up. Then Bartlett's probably not going to bring it up high because there's only a few guys who do it really, really well, right? Um, and say Marinelli is one of them. And then he's probably going to end up in some type of shin wizard. And then Sasso's going to turn it into the Terrell position. So may- maybe maybe I'm giving Bartlett a lot of credit. Maybe he's doing the calculation that I know four steps away that I'm going to end up in a Terrell position with Sammy Sasso. And that's his best position. I don't want to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. I like I liked the technique stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know if you guys did. Hey, did you? Um, yesterday, I I walked you through uh, ESPN Plus and how to find matches, and I said. <laughs> 
Did this help anyone? Because I thought it was the, it was the worst uh, worst time on, in radio history. But JD had some. You have a little feedback there, JD. Some people, yeah, some people reached out. Some people were in the chats. People sent in stuff and saying it actually helped them. So wow, you are not alone, Ben. How about that? I'm Me not. Well, I clicked on the link. I literally go to the Cornell website. It says watch match. I flip and click on it, and then oh, it just sits there. What good is that ESPN IQ Plus even doing, you, Ben? Yeah, Mister IQ. <laughs> I'm using my IQ for important things, not clicks, links that don't work. It doesn't work, JD. I don't need to be smart. Cornell just needs to have a stupid link that works. How about that? ESPN Plus, make a better product. Your product sucks. Wow. Wow. Now it's, it's most people can figure it out. Some people can't figure it out. You know, I guess this I got more prepared. things going on for life. And just make me a link that works. Don't yeah, maybe make if you're a, extra work. Maybe if you're at 147 like me, you could find the links. But uh, you're stuck. I down found there. the link, Christian. It didn't work. <laughs> found the right link. You know, it's okay though. You know, some people just need to be guided along through this. Yeah, life. yeah. I, that's what that's what the yeah. leaders here. And J JD's got a 148. Yeah, he, bring, he never brings it up. He never brings it up. He's from Iowa. No one from the state of Iowa has got over a 120. You're so from Iowa. Screwed. You were born in Iowa. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Don't start that. Okay, dude. All right. Um, let's go to the Hey, guys, questions. guys, guys, here, let me throw this in there real quick. Toss it. I thought about this last night. Uh, when I, I was looking over, like, <laughs> Rutherford stuff. Here's a list that would be fun to do. The Mount... Rushmore's of people born in specific states. Mm. Zane well, Rutherford was born teams. in Kenosha, Wisconsin. No, oh. he wasn't. You're a liar. Yes. Yes. Because I, I got me thinking, and I'm like, I'm like, man, Deeringer, I believe, was born in Wisconsin. Rutherford was born in Wisconsin. And I thought about you, Ben, but that's right. You were born in Iowa. I forgot about that. But yeah, <laughs> Zane Rutherford. So we're going to, as in Wisconsin, we claim Zane Rutherford as one of our own. He's born in Kenosha. Wow. Can we confirm this with his mother? There it is. Wikipedia. Confirmed on Wikipedia. Ah, Wikipedia true. is sketchy. You know what? You know what is my favorite? When someone goes in and changes Wikipedia to something really stupid before they can figure it out and then people post it on Twitter. I don't know why it makes me laugh. It makes me laugh really hard. It's great. Have, has anyone uh, put your IQ in your Wikipedia page, Ben? They should. They should. Someone go do that. Put it on Twitter. Ben Aspen got a 140s. So you took some. So you're in a car and you on your phone and you took some online IQ Listen, test and you just yeah, took it. And the other gospel. people in the car, the other people in the car, they're getting a little chirpy, Christian Piles. They're getting a little chirpy. And I said, Listen, I'll whoop all you guys. I'm driving the car. I don't even need two hands. I need one hand and half my attention. That's all I need. I'll whoop you, dudes. That's, That's what I said. And then That's, I did it. Oh, man. And then I did it. Oh, I had man. the highest IQ in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I think, listen, if you do a if you do an IQ test while driving, that's 50 IQ, automatic grade. 50. <laughs> no, no. It, it bonuses. I should have like a 174 or something. Oh, and it tests. That's my weight class. <laughs> yeah. Um, Incredibly intelligent. Stable genius. Wow. Your Trump is... One of the worst ever, JD. You guys, yeah. you guys, think you the got no of Hey, Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis has the best Trump impression, in my opinion. This guy, Shane Gillis. I watched him live in yeah, uh, live comedy. Good. Oh my god, dude! He. I don't know why he's not a bigger deal because I. He makes me die laughing. He's freaking hilarious. He does a bunch of good impressions. Yeah, he really does. I'm gonna get the Trump impression. I'm gonna send it, put it in the doc, and you guys are gonna have to laugh too hard. <laughs> All right, I won't pull it up. 
um, at least right now. <laughs> okay, let's um, let's go to questions. I like right, this one. Let's do it. Of all the highly successful high school wrestlers every year, some make it as successful college wrestlers and some do not. What do you think this is? Quality or skill? Um, a high school wrestler should be looking at if they they want to make it as a successful college wrestler. Well, let's go to the guy that knows about college success in wrestling, JD. Why don't you Why don't you spell it out for us? Just kidding. I, I put it. I put it. Uh, I'm I'm worried about this Trump impression, so I put it in the oh, gosh. in the doc. It's in the doc right now. You guys can watch this. You're gonna die laughing. All right. The question was: Let me just make sure that all of all highly successful high school wrestlers every year, some make it, some don't. Yeah. Um, and and people, I so obviously I think people put way too much um, weight on really early success. And I don't want to pick on guys, but we think guys like Mason Manville, Adam Busiello, guys who are who are having high level success as freshmen and sophomores in high school, not even later, right? Um, and I think I think there's too much emphasis put on those having success at that age. And really, as guys make it to college. I don't want to say prior success doesn't matter, right? Because obviously if you have a hard, higher floor where you're starting at, it maybe is a little easier to move up. But a lot of it's just going to be straight up your desire. Like, do do you want to keep training hard? Do you want to keep learning? Are you willing to put in the time that it's going to take to be great? Because it doesn't matter where you start at. If you're not willing to put the time in, you're not going to be good. And that that's just simple. Yeah, no doubt. All right, um, and and where and I'll say and maybe uh, you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna say another thing, if if it's parent forced, if it's parent forced, that's when it really backfires because if the parent a parent can't force a child to be good, right? And actually, from really early yeah. age, it's it's easy Even to easier. intimidate a child. It, it's it's easy to intimidate a child into drilling really hard or doing other things, and they'll build a certain skill level, but unless they develop that passion, they're never gonna take the to the next level ever. Yeah. No, no doubt that's true. And co- I, you see this with coaches too. Um, they'll totally handhold for handle kids at highs. I know there's, I won't I obviously won't name names, but there's co- really good high school wrestlers with coaches that just want their high school wrestler to be really, really good and win matches for them. And then they, they help, they hold hand for cutting weight and they make sure they're at yes. practice and they're just on them, on them, on them all the time. And that can work, and they'll win the Ironman, and they'll win this tournament and that tournament. But then once they go to the, the Big Ten school where that, that coach is not going to do that for them, and there's nope. 10 other guys on their team that are going to do all those things on their own, that, and then they fall behind. And it, it can, the crazy thing is they can fall off fast. You can go fast. from so elite to past immediately. Um, yes. And I don't because one of, the things, uh, one of the things that also happens there, Christian, too, is um, – Right there's all the things you talked about, but then also when that person's so used to experience such a high level of success, and all of a sudden they suck, mm-hmm. that like mentally they're like, oh my god, this is terrible. I've never I've never experienced this in my life because from the time I've been eight years old, I've been really good and winning a lot of things, and now I can't. And they don't know how to deal with that like letdown or that defeat and build back up. And you see it in rooms, and and you know this happens in clubs and high schools. It's like. These guys get everything sort of when you're the big, big gun on your high school team and yeah. your club, everything's catered around you. These coaches, a, a lot of places, 
Um, they'll, they'll cater things to you. They'll make sure you're getting the right partners and the right looks and the special attention and all this stuff. And the parents are helping make that happen. And then they get to college and that's not happening. And that's tough too. Yes. Mm-hmm. And when you were recruiting high school kids, what were, what were two or three things that you paid a special, you know, especially more attention to? Yeah. Um, you know, so I guess I didn't recruit for a long time. So I was two years in Missouri. I wasn't, I wasn't in a recruiting spot or position. I was at Arizona state for two seasons. And I know, I know one guy I'll say that I called under the radar um, was Nashawn Garrett. Like I watched mm. his film and I loved him and Obviously, I didn't get him to go to Arizona State. He went to Cornell, but he ended up being really damn good. I like guys who wrestle hard no matter what. So, like, I'm trying to find matches where they take a whooping, right? I'm trying to find matches. Where, I don't, I don't want to see every match where they win. Like, that's not really telling me a whole lot. I want to see yeah. how they compete when they're down. And that, that's a big factor, right? That's not the only factor, but that that's a, that's telling, right? Because the other thing is a college coach most likely a lot of people around that person are going to lie to you about their work ethic or whatever else. So you're not really going to get to get those nitty gritty details. Um, and so, you know, you're trying to kind of perceive things that maybe are under the surface. That's interesting about Nishan. And, you know, he, he was far from, I remember when he, when he went to Cornell, he was like, no one really thought he knew if he would start because they had Bricker Dixon and, um, I think Caleb Richardson were all like bigger recruits than Nishan. And then of course he ended up being far and away better than all those guys. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah. I, I never heard that, Ben. You should have gotten yeah, to I, I, he was from He was from Chico, California. Yep. And I, I remember and it was, it was obviously a little harder to find film back then, but I watched Hanfield's matches. I really loved him. Um, and another guy who I really loved, who well, he ended up being good, not as good as Nishan, but was Dave Habit. And uh, just another guy who competed really hard, and I, I really like liked him. And obviously, we didn't get him to go to Arizona State either, but I really enjoyed him a lot. Dang it, Tim Flynn got gotcha. you. Yeah. Recruiting Flynn. stories. Tim I mean, if, if if coaches talked about recruiting stories, like gave you the real, you know, the real uh, scoop on that, I bet some of those stories are just fascinating. You know, we thought this guy was going to be great, and then this happened. Yeah. And, you know, this guy we didn't think was, you know, he's going to be a walk on, and he ended up being fantastic. I mean, there's the just going to be. I'll tell you a good one, story. Shane. We almost got Frank. I almost Franklin Gomez. I hosted him on his recruiting. I'll tell you two stories. I hosted Franklin Gomez on his recruiting trip, and I got this dude. He was like, "Yeah, I'm coming here," and I'm like, "Yes," because I kind I kind of tell like I could see it in him, you know. Yeah, I was a college kid at this point in time, and then he walked it back and he went to flipping Michigan State, and he we would have wanted to see title if we would have Franklin. So was he was going to go to Missouri. He he told me he's like, "I'm coming here. I love it." Blah 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 blah, and then he walked it back. Franklin, man, you let me wow. down. Man. I'm not. I forgave you though. Franklin's a great dude. Okay. Um, I thought I had him though. I thought I had him in Missouri. You got out recruited uh, yeah. by by Minkle, man. Uh, yeah. You didn't, didn't have the. There was some, other, the there were some other factors. I won't say on radio. Um, um, oh. And uh, the other one was Tanner Hall. I still laugh about this because Tanner Hall graduated last year, I think. I took Tanner Hall to a Mexican Jeez. spot in Tempe when I was recruiting him, and it always felt like. Holy crap, I have not been in Tempe for freaking ever. And this dude is still in college. And I remember hosting him. You know, I was, so I was a coach, but I took him to lunch. Like, how was he still in college? Yes. Not. Well, he went on a mission. He went on a yeah. mission, though, he went right? on the mission. Yeah. And like seven red shirts. And then, yeah, somehow. Yeah. He was gone two years ago because Schultz wrestled last year. Yeah. Yep. 
Oh, you're right. It was 2020. But mm-hmm. I but I took out my recruiting trip like I think in 2009 or 2010. <laughs> yeah, probably the same Mexican oh, place you took me to. So good. Uh, but there there was a lot of good ones down there. Yeah, so good. Tanner Hall was me chin and staying in college and forever before it was cool. Before it was cool. Before it was cool. <laughs> yes. Okay. Next next question. Um. I don't think the country quite realizes how good Iowa State is as a dual team. So good, so good, good, frankly. I don't see a path to victory for you and I on Friday or Missouri on the 16th. Prove me wrong. He says there's there's no way Missouri can beat Iowa State. He sees no path. Now, this guy's uh, Twitter handle is Siowa1, and it's (laughs) an Iowa State uh, avatar, so slightly biased. But um, I think there's definitely a path for, for the for Missouri, right? Um, yeah. Um, let's see. Here we go. Uh, Keegan's going to win. Mm-hmm. Peyton, Peyton's going to be back, I believe, and should win. Harmon's been wrestling really good, though. Um, 84, they're probably unlikely. 97, uh, I would say Elam's slightly favored, but not heavily yeah, favored. That would be a great match. That would be a good match. I think the bigger Elam is favored. Um Zach says three matches fun. that they're favored. 25 will be fun. We'll say it's a toss-up. 33, mm-hmm. you'd lean Iowa State probably, although mm-hmm. he's not great. Um, 41. What's they got Parker down there now, right? Yeah, what's Hart's deal? I, I'm not, I, I don't know, actually. He's only missed one match, so I, I don't okay. know what the deal is. Um, that would probably be a toss. Who won last time? Uh, Hart. Hart beat him, right? Yeah, yeah Hart beat him. 49, probably favor Iowa State, but Edmund has I don't had. Know, Deegan's kind of shell of his former All-American. Okay. So. But I think it's a toss-up. Toss-up, and then 57, um, I, you know, <laughs> JQ's lost a lot of matches this year, so we'll, t- we'll say it's like a 1% chance. <laughs> 57? <laughs> Christian's going to say 0%. Man. Yeah. It's it's a low percentage. David, you want to talk about under the radar? David Carr. Yeah, Carr's a stud. What do you Man. mean? Everyone thinks he's great. How's he under the radar? I don't know. He's, he's not under the he's radar. Not, he's not in the conversation enough. I don't for know. What? I agree with Christian. Conversation for what? As good as he is, he's not talked about a ton. I mean, Hodge. I mean, uh, not that he maybe even should be, but I I just think you don't talk about him enough. His greatness. So many hours in a day. You can only talk about so much. Yeah, I mean he's he's the number one threat to Shane's future son-in-law, who he met, Ryan Deacon. Well, that was a big day. I love Deacon and I love Carr. I'd love to see him wrestle, but I'll tell you, if those guys wrestle for a final, ah, uh, I, I I don't want to I don't want to see one of those guys lose. I, I think those those two guys are fantastic, great people. The, Ryan Deacon and David Carr are great human beings and awesome wrestlers. Like if you get to spend any amount of time with either one of those guys, you'll 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 be a fan for life. Honestly, yeah. it's like gonna be like watching. It's it's gonna be the equivalent of watching if I had two sons wrestle for an NCAA final. That's what I'll feel like. Wow, You're just excruciating. I love them you both. Two sons, one of your sons. That, that close? I I think both those guys. I think the world of both of them. I I they're they're two of my favorite guys to wrestle or to watch wrestle for sure. Wow. Yeah. I think it, yeah. NCAA's. It's just hard to pick against Carr. I mean, yeah. it, it, I is. CKLB yeah. it is last time they met. I know. In folk style. But that was that was Carr's freshman year, you know. 
Uh, before. At the Cliff Keen, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's so long ago, right? Yeah. Okay. Good question there. What match? Uh, Got any about the brain match. busters for us? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like this one. Ben Randolph, what's more likely? NCAA's top four teams are all from the Big Ten or two non-Big Ten teams make the top four? I think it's actually kind of clearly two non-Big Ten teams because I don't know who the gonna... fourth Big Ten team would be. Um, right? I'm going to look right now. Iowa-Penn State, obvious top two. But Michigan I, and, would and be... Michigan is the third. But who would be the fourth? I Yeah, I have a hard time seeing this. So Ohio State and Nebraska are the two next highest ranked in your polls. Yeah. No, not happening. Um I don't I think the thing that's going to happen is three Big Ten teams get on there and then That's uh, most likely, yeah. Arizona State or, you know, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, State if if they get AJ back. NC uh, State potentially. NC has... State. How many different yeah. coffee mugs does Ben Askren have? Little, my me. wife must have bought this yesterday because I've never used this one before on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like the bigger ones. She has some that are really small. I don't like those. So uh, this one has it's it's got some girth to it. So uh, I figured I get a lot of coffee in there. They love girth. I like that. Kick him off air, JD. He's worse than Sion. Why is that funny? <laughs> I don't even get He's it, guys. He's worse than you can watch JD later. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I'm a dirty dog. How many team points is Insta Death worth? Five, five and a half, six, ten? Six. Make it ten. Absolutely six. You killed them. <laughs> Listen, Insta Death for Ben and me is what Matt returns are to Shane. Yes. Yeah. Honestly, yes. this is that's the collab we need because you don't have Insta Death without Matt returns. What's yeah, Insta Death? Oh my god. Shane, gosh. you've never heard our Insta Death bit? Oh man. All right. So I, I have not. Ben, do you want to give the, you give the pitch? This yeah, is kind of Ben's I don't I don't even baby. remember how it started. I don't remember baby. how it started. Oh, it's but his one child. time we were talking about how we hated when people rode forever. And so I said, if you ride long enough, when it should just what? be over. They're they're done. Ride. If they, they ride for too long, five, four, five minutes ride time, it's boring as shit. And so I said, let's let's do an a, a insta-death. I think at three and a half minutes, I think, our time. You stay on top of someone for three and a half minutes, the match is over. You're done. Pinpoints. Pinpoints. Yeah, and so we've we've uh, we've devised we've, – we've talked about insta-death a lot. And, like, for example, one of the things that, that drives Ben nuts is, like, who took bottom in the Bo third Bartlett period? Bo against Ridge Lovett to avoid the major. It was he annoying. allegedly took bottom in the third period for alleged reasons, according to Ben. <laughs> we'll never know why. Obvious. But Obvious. He, he basically did it so he wouldn't get majored. But if insta-death was on the line, Shane, he would have gotten ridden out, and he'd have been insta-death for pinpoint. So he's got to go neutral. He's yep. got to wrestle. Yep. At the time that he picked bottom, how long had Lovett rode him up to the I think it was, like, two-something. Two so it was, like, another minute for uh, insta-death. But don't you think right there, if you're if you're Bartley, you just want to continue to to get that work on bottom, right? Get that work. What do you mean? Get that work? Are you joking? Are you joking? No, listen, listen, listen. During the regular season, I think a lot of times gaining intel is more important than the result. That's my point. He got his ass kicked for two and a half minutes on bottom. It's not a reconnaissance. I'm just bringing it up. I'm just bringing it up because. It wouldn't have mattered in the dual meet, really. I mean, it wouldn't have had. It, it's not like they would have had a. That wasn't. 
what, what, that, that outcome didn't matter in the team score. No, he didn't want so to get point, major. That was the deal. He didn't want to get major, so he chose bottom instead of choosing what would have been the much superior choice of neutral. He was on bottom for long enough. He felt yeah, plenty but, of stuff. I, I would say go back on bottom and get more work on. Like, try to figure oh, it out. No, you're insane. You're insane. No way. I mean, no way. Wh what do we wrestle for? Is this a reconnaissance mission or are we trying to win a match? I mean, what? Intel, I already know. Two minutes. I can't get away from this guy currently. And you know away. what? I'm not going to figure it out right now. My coaches maybe will have some suggestions we go there. I've been working bottom since for, for 20 years. All right. Uh, I mean, so, I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just giving you. I don't think that he went on bottom to avoid a major decision. He did. If I, you, dare, I dare flip it to you. It happens it, all the it time. It wasn't to win the It wasn't a major or not. It wasn't to win it the match. It was to avoid the major. You guys, do not go. Guys, this happens all the time. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. The, major. I, the goal of the match at all times should be to win it. The match yes. you're in. I don't. I don't, don't know if that's true, Chris. Christian, I'm going to give you a scenario. You Hear me play out. to Hear me win out. the game. <laughs> Hear me out. If you are wrestling a really good guy, I would say this. I'm going to set the table. You're a top five guy, and you're wrestling another top five guy at maybe the Cliff Key. And to win that match, your best position would be to go neutral. Okay? It's like to win the match. But I want to go on bottom of a guy to get a feel. So when I wrestle him at the NCAA tournament, it's not the first time I'm going underneath him. Like if I was wrestling a really good guy that was tough on top and I knew he was tough on top, I'm going on bottom in, in November. And I might lose the match, and that's okay. Compared to picking another position, I win the match, and then I got to go on bottom of him in March. Why do you have to go bottom in March? Why do you have to go bottom in March? Maybe you'll maybe yeah. you'll pick you up might, some. You might be forced to. You might be forced to. Well, that's By a different law? story then. <laughs> I mean, I... well, that's my guys. My point is, I I don't think all the time it's about that. The most important thing is to win a match. I don't think that's Man, always the most important a... thing to do. So listen, I, I will say, I'll say, if there's a there you go, Herm Herm yeah. knows. If Thank there you. if there's a situation where like. You think you can get away on bottom. You're not right. There's no guarantee, but you think, hey, I'm gonna get away on bottom. I'm pretty good on bottom. He's all right on top, but I don't think he's that good. Yeah, I'm gonna pick bottom. And then maybe he rides the crap out of me. I'm like, damn, dude's way better on top than I thought. And next time, I'm not gonna choose bottom. So in that instance, it would be nice to know, which I didn't know in the first place, but I still had the inclination that I was gonna get away on bottom, right? If if uh. I think there's a high likelihood I'm not getting if Ridge Lovett is my opponent and I'm not that good on bottom, I'm not flipping choosing bottom. That is gonna hurt my ch chance yeah, to win the match. Also, the, yeah, you get intel, but you can learn also on your feet if you wrestle a guy more sure, on your feet. Sure. I, and also that I'm person just, gets the feel for your bottom tactics as well. Right? It's like okay, yes, this is what also. he's gonna do on bottom. So I I just think you just yeah, go go where you're good. The auto bottom is, is well, this, silly. This to me. is interesting, guys, because I hate to bring it up, but but basically what you guys are doing right now is solidifying my whole wide robless go on bottom. Then, right? Wait, what? Yeah. You what? Wide robless go on bottom. Yeah, yeah. Wide robless go on bottom. Then, guys. No idea. Based no, because it was his best me, chance to win the match. That's I tell you Come this. On, Shane, I've told you this for ten years because it was ben. the best place for him to win the match. Ben, Ben, he wasn't losing. He was winning. Totally different scenario. Ben, here's what I know about the Robles match. He had taken him down, turned him a couple times, and was riding the heck out of the guy. Shane, Why Shane, would you Shane, go on bottom? Time.
time. Shane, I've already explained this to you. I've already explained this to you. Anthony Robles, because he lacked a leg, he couldn't use hip pressure to ride. It was all forearms. And as you anyone who's ever ridden, hold minutes. on. As anyone who's ever ridden for a long time knows, if you're using too much forearms, they get exhausted. So Anthony Robles, as a rider in the first period, and now listen, he had 24 techs that year, so a lot of them didn't get that far, was not the same as Anthony Robles as a rider in the third period. In the third period, he was relatively and he never, he never got there very much, but he wasn't nearly as effective on top in the third period because he had to use so much forearms. Watch the way he rides. It's way different. Yeah, so without bringing that up. We're not again, talking but... about Robles and McDonough again. <laughs> yeah. on, or, what I'll say is this. What do you think Iowa was hoping he would take in the third? I think probably I top. No! I, guys, he's going to have to... Pin him. It's so, not going to happen. Exactly. He'll be able to stall. He has no it, stall warnings it, to that point. It was going to take time Actually, off probably the clock, neutral. Probably neutral will be the, the best. That, but, yeah. Okay. But no, I, I, so I, I'm with you on the Bartlett thing. Your I, I, don't know if I, I don't know if I agree with that he chose bottom to avoid a major. I don't he know did. if I go I that far. I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that's what happened. I am, okay. I am flipping 100%. 100%. Right. There's no doubt. Then, then I would, it, happens, it happens a lot. Okay, then I would definitely say that I would have went neutral if I was him. Yes. Um, okay. death. We need Shane, can you talk to the Big Ten commissioners about insta, instituting insta-death insta death. So at least now I know what it means. So you're saying if you listen, ride somebody hey, for... You missed my bit last week. If you ride somebody for three and a half minutes, the match is over. And, and, and so listen, here's, what, here's what's going to happen though, Shane. This is, this is going to become... It's going to go from one of those boring times in wrestling... To one of the best because before you know you're doing the third period ride out and we're all like oh I score seven to two let's just get this match over with right and now christian where's your damn bongo drum we need you on this i know i need the bongo. and boom, the whole crowd's boom, gonna boom. be going insta death insta death insta death insta death everyone's gonna be chanting it's gonna be freaking awesome yeah i hey i, I mean i think it'd be interesting right because you're right the urgency the urgency changes Yes. No doubt. No Big one wants time. to be no one wants to be insta death. That we know. Nine forty six category then you'd be pinned, major, teched, or insta death. It'd be great. One more question. Oh, From the Michigan Mafioso, that National Wrestling Hall of Fame recently gave Mario Lopez a twenty two outstanding American award. He is could Ben American. use his connections to get an FRL interview with Bayside wrestling legend AC Slater. I bet he would, he'd probably come on if I asked. Yeah. Didn't he do Bader Show or Who's Number One? No, or he, he came on. He came on a Flow Grappling podcast. Yeah, Who's Number That's One? That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. We had George Saint Pierre, uh, Israel Adesanya, Israel Adesanya and uh, Mario Man. Lopez in like They're kind a, of a big deal over yeah. there. Three weeks span. Flow yeah, grappling. Adesanya called in from his like million dollar car as he yeah, was, he was driving around <laughs> in a Lambo. It was very on brand. Hey, one other thing, if you uh, if you got some video skills. You want to work at Flow Wrestling? We would consider hiring you. We are hiring for not one but two positions here at Flow Wrestling. So what does you, the IQ need to be on that, Christian? One one forty-seven minimum. So <laughs> if you don't have a one forty-seven IQ, you can't be on. So sorry to Ben. Uh, ben actually didn't hear that. I don't think. Uh, I heard yeah. it. It might be higher, Christian. We don't know how high it is. I was driving a car, only half paying attention. It might be 166. I don't know. It mm -hmm. might be even be high enough to be the president. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we gotta retire his job. I put no, no, yeah, I put it. I put it. You guys need to watch it in the doc and then send me how funny this guy is. Okay, 
I'll watch it what right now. Get the Olympics in. Uh, thank China. You, thank you, Shane. Thank you, Ben. Lucky Call in. Leave some voicemails. Leave some voicemails. Guys, get your IQs up. If you're not 146, you can't leave a FRL question. Sorry. <laughs> Those are the rules. We'll see you guys tomorrow. We're going to do the picks. I'm going to widen the gap. Ben's happy to win by one. Look at that smile. He's frozen. He left. He can't even stay for the end of the show. Shane stays to the bitter end. Look at this. Oh, yeah. Part-time Ben. <laughs> Mr. 146. Wow. Thank you guys so much. We'll be back tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday. Let's get some tacos, JD. See ya. Guys, that's a blast. That was that is a fun time. That's a that is a fun time, man. I